And hello, welcome to the Introverted Female Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I am dedicated to help you improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about six ways to attract quality clients. These are people that love your work, understand the amount of effort that goes into your service, and more importantly, comes back for repeat business. You're going to get all those ticks and trips coming to you after this short break. You know, one of the things that I always get from new clients that come to me and it's this, I want to attract clients. I want to attract clients that obviously pay me, but more importantly, like me. How many times have you heard of people who land a great new client, but they're just in, ex, like forever frustrated that the client is a no-show or the client doesn't do any work or the client, you know, really just not takes the business seriously or takes what they're what they're getting from you and so we're going to talk about six ways to attract clients that really enjoy you and the first one is you have to do some a lot of introspection work meaning that you have to dig deep in yourself and really ask yourself if you were getting your services what would you want so all the things that I have to say um are just based on that concept. If you were your client, what would you want? Okay? So that being said, let's start starting the first one and it's first this is respect the law of reciprocity. And so what am I talking about? It's, it's, it's a biblical principle. Um, it comes from Luke 6, verse 38, which says, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you see, it will be measured back to you. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that, in other words, is you get what you give. And... These are some questions that I want to ask you to make sure that as you're developing, you know, your products and your services, you need to also consider like how you want people to react to the things that you give them. So here's some questions for you to kind of brainstorm in your mind. And it's this, what does great customer service look like to you? Like, is it someone who constantly responds back within 24 hours? Any questions? Is it someone that is willing to kind of bend over backwards to make sure that you feel happy about the service that you want? And what would you expect to receive if you paid for your own services? Like, what what feels like, yes, I'm winning if I purchase your product or service? Like, what would you want in return? And here's some other questions. How would you like to be treated by the owner if you had a complaint? How would you know that you've gone above and beyond to please your customer? And lastly, what is a reasonable or unreasonable request? Like I, for, for me, when I think about my, my business, a perfectly reasonable request is if a client has a question for me, I respond within 36 hours. Now, obviously, you know, some things happen. We can't you know, change everything that happens, but within reason, we're trying to aim within that 36 hour window. What is totally unreasonable is that a client asked me to respond within four hours. Like that's unreasonable. Like, and I always make sure that in my contracts, I, I'm very clear and deliberate about what I can and cannot do. So again, the, the law of reciprocity is all about making sure that you are being able to say what you can and what you cannot do and people who know that instinctively give as much that is reasonable 
But what I'm going to say next might sound like a contradiction, but just flow with me. And the next one is deliver massively. I, I remember when I first started off in business, a coach told me that, you know, I have, and this is what she said to me. She's like, I've never expected any business to grow and be successful if they are just half hearted about giving value, giving content. You can't expect to really build a name for yourself. You can't really expect to get a lot of people to know that, know, like, and trust you faster if you're half-hearted. And so this is not the same thing as being unreasonable. Like, for example, it, when I was giving them the mention of, well, I, I don't, it's not, unless it's like absolute emergency, which most of the time it's not, I will respond within 36 hours with a business request, whatever, however stipulated my contract with, with my clients. But when I deliver massively, like for example, if I am talking with my client, right, I'll give an extra 10 minutes or 15 minutes if I need to like dig deep and talk about a specific issue with them. So when I say deliver massively, I'm talking about within the scope of your contract, within the scope of what is expected of you. Like I'll give a little bit more. And obviously, it's something that you have to decide for your business exactly what do you, how do you want to deliver more? Is it giving a little bit extra documentation? Is it a giving a little extra functionality feature? Or in my case, giving a little extra time? Like whatever it is, like it's something that they were not expecting to receive. So you have to think for yourself, like what really is something that you feel comfortable with? It's manageable, it's reasonable, and you can get a little, a little a bit above, okay? But obviously, you want to make sure that your boundaries are being respected and you're not giving more that you don't feel comfortable in giving. Okay, and that actually brings me to my next point is managing expectations of yourself and your services. So have you ever meant to give a client something but due to scheduling conflicts or lack of resources like or whatever, like, you couldn't do it? I mean, these things happen. There, It's just a course of living life especially in business and you we've got kids we've got husbands and other priorities and whatnot but your job as a service provider is to be upfront and clear in the beginning of your client working relationship what you can and cannot do and so this is where I always tell my new clients is that be very very clear in your contract like for example your business hours how or when to contact you in during an emergency the number of corrections or revisions, like this is a big one, especially for those of you who are in web design or you're in art or you're a photographer or like or whatever. And, and lastly, preferred mode of correspondence. Can people send you ultimate, limited email messages or texts or send you messages through WhatsApp or through Marco Polo, whatever it is, make sure that you're very upfront and clear with your perspective and uh, clients before they start because like what if you have a client that signs a contract and they're expecting all this communication from you and you just don't do that that's just not practical for you for your family situation or maybe this is your side hustle and you can't really devote a lot of time like be clear and very um, upfront about that and I think that um, that would really help cement like a very clear idea in your client's mind about what you can and cannot do 
And actually, that brings me to the next point is be transparent as possible. I mean, when things change with yourself or your business, you, you know, it's, it's, you have to let your clients know. Um, I, I'll never forget, like, when I was pregnant, you know, I, I had to tell my all my clients, hey, look, you know, I know I was very active with you in, my, in our sessions beforehand. I would exercise alongside with you. But I'm going to be standing a lot more. I'm going to be talking a lot more and moving a, little, a lot less. So be just be okay with that. And the vast, actually all of my clients were okay with that. As long as I gave clear direction and it was very explicit about what I could and could not do, they still enjoyed paying me my full rate. Um, and then, and now I think about even now, like we're, as I'm recording this episode, we're in the midst of the coronavirus epidemic and uh, my son's school is closed and I'm, I'm, I took on the extra role of homeschooling. So I, I'm, I'm not, as open and flexible in my hours as I used to be, but I'm still able to serve and be with my clients. So it, it, it's just important for you to respect that, hey, look, it's not a sign of weakness. Everyone has to deal with, you know, changes. Um, this is just about making sure that you can be transparent and letting clients know what you can and cannot do. And um, my next point is do not be desperate and offer the lowest prices. Like I, I know, especially in the beginning of starting a business, like you want to just get clients, like any clients, please give me a client. I want a client. And I, I mean, I know the struggle is real. I mean, I, I felt, I've, I've felt that on more than one occasion. I, I'll never forget. It took a year and a half when I first started my personal training um, business. And, you know, actually it was a year for, for my coaching business too. It was so hard because you didn't have any social proof. You didn't have any like clients. You didn't have any advocates. And so here's the thing that I just really caution you is that I don't care if you charge $150 or $500 an hour. You got to charge your client something because here's the psychology of people is that people don't value stuff if they're getting it for free. Like, that's just a fact. Like, if you give them a course, if you give them, like, a template, like, they, they won't take it seriously. Most likely, they won't do any work with it because it's free. And and I don't know. I think it's just as human beings, we just don't value free free stuff. We don't give it the intention that it, even if it is good information. So whatever it is, like, just charge someone something, like, at least like I, I know that you know it's again tempting to just say like well you know let me just get my offer this for free and then I will go ahead and um, like in exchange for review but let me tell you something if they didn't get it for if they got the service for free right what makes you think they're really going to give the effort into you know doing the work especially if you're a consultant and then if they do give a review what kind of review would it be when you think about it? If it's not like something that they actually pay for and they invested in, like it's a mindset will totally shift. So if you have to wait a while before you get a good client, just keep on talking about certain of the things that you've done in your business that has has been successful, or certain the way, or, or start talking about giving out advice and good content, and just wait, just wait, 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 and don't be in a rush and saying, "Well, I just need to just just charge rock bottom rice prices." Um, and then lastly, um, the last thing is to find unique solutions. Find solutions that people really want and need. Uh, don't try to water yourself down and try to just, like look at what everybody else is doing and say, well, let me just go ahead and just do that and hope and hope to God I'm just going to get some money like that. Don't do that. I know it's so tempting to do that, but just don't do that. You want to make sure that you're being able to like serve in a unique way that people really want and need. Don't 
if don't do like half-hearted approaches or again what everybody else is doing I, I want you to just take a moment, pause the um, recording if you need to, and start thinking about like all the wonderful little things that you would wish that you could receive for your, for your, if you were in your client's shoes. Because I think a lot of us have a unique spin on things, but we're not like being honest and creative about it. So take a moment and start thinking about that. Some of the best ideas that I come to my mind personally have been when I've gone out for walks and just kind of cleared my mind and just thought about something. Well, you can do this. You deserve great clients. I know that. So just as a summary, here are my six ways to attract quality clients is first of all, respect the law of reciprocity. You give out the same that you would want to receive. Deliver massively, making sure that you give a little bit more that's within the scope of the work that you can do and respecting your boundaries. Um, manage your expectations of yourself and your others to, and, and, and your services. Like Don't try to push yourself to do more than what you're, you're capable or able to do right now or, or heck, even what you're supposed to be doing within your business for your clients. Be transparent as possible. Let people know, again, that you know certain things can happen and, and you're just trying to do the best you can. Don't be desperate and offer the lowest prices. Find a price that feels good for you, that is competitive, and just wait on getting a good client. It's not worth just trying to just offer something for free or next to nothing and then having people who just don't respect your time and your effort and your energy that goes into your work. And lastly, find unique solutions, finding things that people, you know, people really, really want, but you just haven't considered it. Take it. Um, this is a great time to start journaling and start really having introspective moments and thinking about what you want to do. But all of these questions, these quality clients really depend on you being a quality business owner. So do the work, make sure you write these things down and think about these things because there's no way if you are my client or if you hire another coach that we can help you do these things. You have to do the homework on your own. I'm just kind of giving you the springboard to start thinking about that. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, send me a message at hello at denisegelee.com. Um, visit me. I'm on Twitter at my name is still Denise Chi Lee. And I would love, love, love. I would so appreciate it. if you've been listening to this episode or a bunch of other episodes, please, wherever you're listening, make, write me a review. Let me know what your thoughts are. And if you really like it, share it with somebody else who would greatly appreciate listening to this message. Well, I know you are fabulous. I know that your business will grow. It will take time. Just be consistent and stay true to your values. I believe in you and you got this. You got this. Take care and be awesome.